you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. No! No! And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book, book. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Leroy with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep, and we're back with another episode. And yeah, Eli, today is kind of like a busy, busy day. Now, you know what? These last two days have been busy. Yeah, it's been a busy week. Busy week. So, for those that don't know, and some of you might not know this. Now, some people celebrate the 4th of May. Some people celebrate the 5th of May. So, like I said, today is Cinco de Mayo. So, you got a lot of, lot of drunk people walking around here right now just having fun, having a good time. Uh, hopefully they haven't forgotten to pay their rent. That's maybe <laughs> so because some people can get so drunk they just because your landlord is not going to use that excuse. I was drunk. They waited for you to say that. Uh, but that's for a uh, holiday for some people. For us, because like I said, I don't even drink. So our holiday was May the fourth. Yeah, which is also called Star Wars Day. So, like I said, Eli, I wanted to do a, I wanted to do a marathon. But I was at work all day, so I couldn't do it. So I just kind of tried to sneak in and watch on my phone, you know, just to kind of celebrate. But that didn't work anyway. But you know, I watched those movies so many times, I kind of got them memorized anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still cool. Still cool to watch all the time. So, like I said, May the fourth, May the fifth. Now, some people try to extend it, you know, try to make like a Star Wars weekend, like calling it Revenge of the Fifth. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's a new thing. But I, I honestly, I thought it sounded better if you do Revenge of the Sixth. That's just me. I, I guess, sir. I'm a, Based on what I'm saying, I'm going to celebrate tomorrow anyway. Fuck everybody. Yeah, I mean, every day Star Wars day to me. It's, right. I, <laughs> I mean, Star Wars is, is just always on at some point. Right. You don't you need know. a special reason to celebrate yeah. Star Wars. Just cut the motherfucker on and just go. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, on May the 4th, they're just on regular TV. So I don't have to pop in a DVD or anything. <laughs> exactly. Just, hey, they're, on, they're on TV now. So cool. Yeah, so I mean. I'll just let it run. We don't really need a flimsy excuse to marathon Star Wars. Just for yeah. any known reason, just do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we got that out the way, I guess we got to talk about the – and we normally should start the podcast off with this, but we're going to go into it. We had some celebrity deaths that happened this weekend – well, this week. And, uh, Eli, I guess I'll take one and you'll take the other, unless somebody else passed we don't know of. Okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, first one I'll start off with is John Singleton. John Singleton yeah. passed at 51, which was kind of shocking. He had been in the hospital uh, for a while. They didn't know what was going to happen. 
and then you know different reports were coming around like maybe he's still alive maybe he's not but they finally pulled the plug and yeah he passed 51 like wow yeah. i mean these guys aren't even that old he died at 51 for heart disease i'm like wow um i mean everybody should know who john singleton is uh you know he won an oscar for boys in the hood he did win right I think so, didn't he? Or like got like best screenplay or something? Something like that. If not, we'll figure out. At least out nominated. He was like the first black director that was nominated for. That's what uh, I like think he director was nominated for. And matter of fact, yeah. not only was the, uh, the first black director, I think he was the youngest, period. Yeah. To ever get nominated. Because yeah. he was like 24 when he got nominated for Boys and Who. Like super young. Like Ryan yeah. Coogler got nothing on this guy. No. <laughs> so, yeah, so he did Boys in the Hood, made a bunch of movies. Uh, some movies were more successful than others. I kind of, I guess, kind of like the, his last couple movies weren't as successful. I don't think he's done anything as big as Boys in the Hood. But no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was a one-hit wonder. He had some successful movies. It's just that you know, when he was doing like Too Fast, Too Furious, you were like, eh, okay, okay. Oh, uh, he was at a Shaft. He did Shaft. I'm gonna talk about okay. Shaft in a second. I'm coming back to Shaft yeah. in a second. <laughs> Uh, and like I said, he, he has a TV show right now called Snowfall, which he's kind of doing that right now, keeping it going. Uh, one of my, and, and this thing, Boys in the Hood is not even my favorite movie of his. He has a lot of movies I like that actually I like a lot better than Boys in the Hood. Uh, but I do want to Baby Boy. Boy. Baby Boy is a better movie. <laughs> it is. It I don't is. care what anybody says. It's a better movie. It oh, is. Baby Boy. I mean, if anybody's seen Cooley High, then you've said, yeah, you know where Boys in the Hood came from. It's I'm the same sorry. thing. But yeah. at the same time, I, you you make a very good point about that. But Boys in the Hood did something very, very specific. Boys in the Hood kind of created a new genre. Boys in the Hood created the Hood movie. Yeah. And so the 90s Hood movie with Menace of Society and Dead Presidents. Jews. Jews. Hell, Friday. <laughs> all this stuff. It's like this movie, be, uh, that's when Hollywood started. Really, oh, there's money in that? Let's do that. Yeah. Just make those movies, and yeah. then they just get a rap, with... get a rapper to play in a yeah. Get, get Ice a rapper Key, to put Ice in Cube. there. I was just about to say yeah. that. Tupac, <laughs> Ice Cube, you know, and the soundtrack, and <laughs> it got to the point rappers didn't even could even act. They were just like just just make a hood movie. Yeah. There you... <laughs> so now you got Lil Wayne and never acted a day in his life. He's making hood movies left and right. So it's just yeah. another stream. Oh yeah, everybody remembers Master P. I got the hookup. I got. Can I talk about that for a second? Can I talk about I got the hookup? Okay, we got I got the hookup, and I'm about about it. I'm sorry for bringing it up. No, that's a very special movie for me. Okay. (laughs) It's part of my upbringing because I had, in college, I had a TV-VCR combo, but there was no cable in the college. So I only had, at least for the first year, my freshman year, so I only had one movie in there. No, it wasn't porn. (laughs) It was Master P, I'm about it. Oh, no shit. It was in the VCR, and we watched it every single day for two semesters. <laughs> I memorized the complete movie and the soundtrack. <laughs> so, thank you, John Singleton. <laughs> but here's another thing. The reason I want to talk to John Singleton, like I said, it's the comic book bullies. What does John Singleton have to do with comic books? Let's, let's bring this whole thing circle around. For one thing, John Singleton was actually a huge comic book nerd. That's what I hear. Yeah, he was he was coming up. He actually tried to make Black Panther back in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, with Wesley Snipes. That. We got together with Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes was gonna beat T'Challa back in the nineties. Uh they couldn't come to agreement because they had creative differences or how they wanted to do the movie. 
He wanted to do the movie one way. Marvel wanted to do the movie another way. I think it was going to be produced by New Line Cinema. The movie fell apart. Or well, Wesley Snipes would say, well, hey, I still want to do a movie with you guys. What other black superhero you got? So two years later, he did Blade. Like, okay, give me him. Mm-hmm. So that was it. So he could have been, Wesley Snipes could have been the Black Panther. You know. Uh, now, bring this back full circle. You, you brought up Shaft. Now, yeah. people have mixed reactions about Shaft. Well, let, let's not just say Shaft. We have to be specific. Shaft 2000. Yeah. It wasn't called that, but we're going to say Shaft 2000, basically the Samuel Jackson version of it. Now, why is people, the movie didn't make a whole lot of money. It didn't really launch, even though I do think they have a sequel coming out this year. Nobody's going to see it, whatever. But the reason we'll talk about Shaft, because does Samuel Jackson's version of Shaft look familiar to you? Look familiar, as in, like, what? As like, in maybe a certain... Oh, like, oh, Nick Fury you're talking Nick, about? He's exactly Nick Fury. Oh, because I almost said just, The Matrix. <laughs> well, okay, it was the 2000, and Black was really in, like, Black Leather and all this stuff like that. Blade, Matrix, Shaft, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you got to admit that Nick Fury pretty much just looked just like Shaft did in that movie with an eye patch. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and uh, on top of that, Marvel didn't even call Samuel Jackson for permission. They just threw him in the comic. They were like, "Yeah, that's basically what they did." They they saw Shaft two thousand. They were like, "Well, he's cool. Nick Fury is old and wrinkled when he used to be cool. So give me Shaft, put an eye patch on him. Let's go. That's the Avengers." And so, you so go. you can thank John Singleton and Samuel Jackson, of course, but you can thank John Singleton for all that. He actually had, you know. And they said that Black Panther script that he was working on, they said some of that actually might have even been worked on, like carried over into the movie because they said they kept that script just floating around for 20 years in Hollywood. Okay. So, so he had an influence on the superhero genre, on, on this Marvel Cinematic Universe. So not just hood movies. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, rest in peace, John Singleton. So, Eli, I'm going to let you take over for, for the next part. Okay, well, sad news for the Star Wars world. Uh, Peter Mayhew passed away, a.k.a. Chewbacca, the original Chewbacca. Mm. Yeah. I suck at that. I can't do it. Uh, I, can't, I can't get my gargle on. My <laughs> mouth is dry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the last one was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he passed away 70-something, and... Um, I guess he was in a Sinbad movie before Chewbacca. I did not know that. I Sinbad the comedian? Sinbad. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you mean the pirate. Okay. The Sinbad, the, yeah. Yeah, Sinbad, the, the, yeah, the pirate guy. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> he played the Minotaur in, like, Sinbad in the Eye of the Tiger or something. One of those uh, more, uh, the later one that came out in the 70s. I guess that's where they found him out. So. Nice, okay. So yeah, so he played Chewbacca in all original six Star Wars films, and uh, he did. Um, oh, and the Force Awakens before turning the role over to the new guy. Okay, so so he did do Force Awakens. I heard some rumors that he wasn't in Force Awakens. He did some. He did like basically the sh- the sitting down stuff. Gotcha. Because okay. he yeah he he had. Uh, I know his his joints weren't working that well. I know he had to like be in a wheelchair for a while. So. Um, not sure exactly what his health problems were. But, well, well, let's talk about like how do you remember? Do you know how tall he was in real life? He was like seven foot six or some shit. Yeah, like and, even and, the new guy isn't that tall. The new Chewbacca isn't even right. As tall and, as and that's the thing. Like, like what I've been hearing, like anybody that tall is going to have like joint problems. Period. You know, just being yeah. tall. Like even yeah. a lot of basketball players have those those issues. 
Yeah. So yeah, he he had to like be around like in a wheelchair, one of those mobile chairs or whatever. Um, so he did most of the sitting down stuff, and then the other guy did a lot of the more action oriented scenes. And of course, the newer guy was in Solo, and, and uh, I think Last Jedi too. So. I think, don't you think we need to know that guy's name? Yeah, it's a weird name. He's he's, he's like okay, so it's nothing weird... that rolls off the tongue. Like, no, it's it's not like John. Okay, <laughs> it's like, I feel yeah, bad like... being a being a Star Wars fan. You'd be like, hey, that new guy, that guy. Yeah, it's like Johan something Stravinsky or something. It's it's not it's not that, but it's kind of like that. He, I, I totally he needs a nickname or something. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. New Chewy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, just uh, you know, for Star Wars fans, you know, he gave it for me especially. I mean, he was a monster that I that was that was that wasn't scary. He was a cool, good monster. I was like, wow, this is like a werewolf, but like a cool werewolf. I mean, if you really you think know? about it, he was pretty much a seven foot dog. Yeah, he was. Yeah, which made him awesome friendly because it's like, okay, it's my pet dog, you know. Yeah, and he had a gun, and he kicked ass and shit, and throw through stormtroopers and shit. I was like, whoa. This, cool <laughs> so uh so it's it's you know getting to the, you know for us old school og star wars babies you know carrie fisher kevin is it baker the guy who played r2 i mean all our all these original stars it's are like starting to pass away like one after another right yeah so it's it's like damn you know a little uh little sad especially chewy but i mean not that not that chewy's dead in the fucking movies yet <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh but yeah it's just sad to see you know one of the original stars pass away so yeah so yeah uh rest in peace peter mayhew that's uh that's it like both back to back that's i mean just in one week that's weird so hopefully 2019 isn't trying to catch up with 2016 you know oh yeah that one year where we lost and one year every week we were doing like three or four of these things <clears throat> like what the hell yeah. yeah i remember that yeah then trump the came print- president Prince and yeah, then Trump became yeah. <laughs> like we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that being said, can we move on to next the actual park podcast? We actually jump in there, so let's talk about these box office numbers. Let's get in there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Eli, give it to me what's the number one movie of the week? It's Avengers again. I heard Avengers it like two billion good. now. Yeah, they're saying that it pretty much like if you go into there and watch the movie, it's pretty much like watching on opening weekend. I get yeah. I haven't seen. I, I only saw the two times last weekend. Yeah. So I haven't been there since. But from what I yeah, I guess it's still selling out and shit. Still. Yeah. If you're packing in there, because like I said, the it did a uh, hundred. It did a hundred. Let's. It did a hundred forty-five million in its second week. Yeah. That's insane. That most movies don't even do that their first week to open a week. So if you go yeah, so you go in there. It is like going in opening night, packed crowd. People in there, you know, hooping and hollering, you know, like a rock concert. So if you pull in that, that kind of numbers, that's that's the same. So here's the thing, Eli. Guess where it is in the box office right now? Like how much is growth so far worldwide? Like it's up to two billion now. So. Already passed two billion. Matter of fact, yeah. it has already passed Avatar. So in in two week, no, in one week, it is already the second highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. This is in one week. Yeah. In it's one only week, about this a week. Is insane. Yeah. They've done the numbers. They've, they've crunched the numbers and like that. They're trying to see how fast it took for t- Titanic to get there. It took Titanic a, a lot longer time to get to $2 billion than what Avengers. It didn't do it in a week. I know that. Yeah. Well, fucking Titanic was out in the theaters for like a year. Right. 
and they just kept it. And then it got re-released, and then the m- num- uh, numbers went up some more. So yeah. I'm not Titanic. I mean Avatar. Avatar didn't reach two oh, billion this week. Yeah. So it's almost- like I said. I keep saying Avatar cheated because they 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 sold the 3D shit. You had to you know they sold it as a 3D movie. Right. You so know. you had to buy those expensive tickets to get. To get yeah. To they didn't have like 3D plus the other one. So. Yeah, like you had to buy a thirty dollar ticket to see Avatar. <laughs> so, right, which is crazy. So, hey, but they still made the money. I mean, you can have people that cheat, but if they make the money, they make the money. Just weird that <clears throat> finally somebody beat a James Cameron movie. <laughs> yeah. So for a time, just James Cameron. Uh, Basically, yeah. before the MCU, James Cameron. James Cameron was the MCU before the MCU. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the you know the article to pop up in a couple weeks. James Cameron thinks Endgame sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and he already said it. They already posted it. Yeah, something. I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna say that. because oh. <laughs> he's gonna have to make some kind of prepared speech when uh when it beats Avatar. Like he yeah. already got to say something when it already beat Titanic. Like damn, I can't, I can't, I, shit, I can't go to Mars anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, but he still has like 15 other Avatar sequels coming out all done at yeah. the same time. So. He's gonna cheat too. They gotta rebuild movie theaters to fucking show him and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? What are we playing by? They all owned by Disney now. Now that Disney bought Fox, they own Avatar. They own Titanic. So they own everything. Yeah, they're gonna convert all the theaters into that. Was it the 40x theaters or whatever, where you get you, they smell shit and. Why get, would like, you want to go to? I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard mixed reviews. Like Kevin Smith, like like. You know, thinks to the shit. But then I hear other people talk about it where like they feel like they get whiplash because right. their seats move and you know well, you we get call shit them, we call them on you. Yeah, I, well, you have to turn the settings down on sometimes. You know? Yeah, like I don't want like a fucking seat jizzing on me. Like what, what the fuck? What, <laughs> what liquid is in that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but that's the thing. So, honestly, I saw it twice already. I'll tell you about my experience. I'm going to go again, but I, I want to watch it in different, you know, formats. You know, like you said, you got 4DX. I want to see it in the IMAX. I will find a way to do that. Uh, I saw it with the family. So, my mom okay. and my nephew. Uh, I, I love giving reviews of what my mom thinks about these movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, she saw Infinity War, right? She saw it, but didn't understand anything that happened in it. Yeah. So, okay. Same thing happened in any game. She saw it. Didn't understand anything that happened in it. Oh, so did she? How, like, <laughs> that's right. a long ass movie. It's not a long give ass a movie. But I, I prepared my mom to let her know it was gonna be a three hour movie. So I didn't. I, Infinity War, I blindsided her. You know, but this one, like, it's three hours long. She let you know. She's like, okay. So she saw it. Didn't understand anything that was going on. She was like, why are the two Hulks running around? Because they time travel. They time travel? When? Like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Oh man, my nephew, he didn't give a fuck because you can see him twitching because he was too far. He was he was too gone and too long away from his Nintendo Switch, so he started <laughs> to, like get the shakes and shit. You know, like when is this movie gonna end? That's like never, ever. It's like he's dead. Can we leave now? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, I just like watching the movie with my family just for those reasons right there. Even though they don't give a shit about these movies, you know, but it's still kind of fun. Um, what else can we got? Okay, we got uh the intruder. I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, uh, that's that Dennis Quaid, like evil Dennis Quaid movie. I hear. He's still making movies. Yeah, I guess it's supposed to be good. He's like an evil slasher guy, stalking creep, creepy you know, shit. That's a guy I would have assumed would have been in a Marvel movie by now. 
Just doing anything. Shit. Just cameo. Like just a, like a lot of times they just throw these people in here just to make easy money. Like Glenn Close. What the fuck is Glenn Close doing in a Marvel movie? Yeah, like Enemy Mind, Dreamscape. He's so Vincent Stallone cool is in one of these things. Yeah, you'd figured he would have been, yeah. Kurt Russell's in one of these things. So yeah. you're just like, okay, Dennis Quaid can't be in a Marvel movie make easy money? No shit. But yeah. Reed yes. Richards. Let him be Reed Richards. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just wrong, man. Uh, would it, man, he hadn't been any like Kevin Bacon was in one of those X Men movies. No um, shit, he was. He was fucking Shaw. Yeah, Sebastian Shaw. So put Dennis Quaid in one of these movies, man. Anything, yeah, man. I don't, we don't care. No shit, man. Yeah, what were we there? Uh, Long Shot. What the hell is that? Oh, Long Shot. That's Seth that Rogen, woman. Or yeah, rip off with Seth Rogen. He's always making these movies. Yeah, you know he did it with Knocked Up and. Zach and Miriam made a porno. He's always the fat, schlubby guy, you know, with a... The hot chick. Yeah, with a hot chick. Somehow gets a hot chick, yeah. Yeah, we, we get it, Seth. We get it. Yeah. You're rich. Yeah. Uh, number five... Rich and funny. Right. <laughs> number yeah, five, Captain it. Marvel, which had a spike. Well, of course, we knew that was going to happen with the Avengers Endgame effect. Uh, we have number six, Breakthrough. We have number seven, Curse of the... Whatever. That movie. Oh, well, yeah, the Mexican shit. Yeah, the Mexican horror movie. Uh, number yeah. eight, Shazam, which everybody oh, has forgotten yeah. even came out. This is weird. A movie that everybody liked but nobody cared about. You completely forgot. <laughs> uh, number nine, Little. That's right. I saw that. I reviewed it. I'm not going to talk about that again. And number 10, Dumbo, which is still hanging in there. So, yeah, we got a bunch of movies. Avengers Endgame is just destroying the box office as we thought it would. And like I said, we saw it twice. I'm probably going to see the IMAX and, yeah, want to go from that. Uh but like I said, that's the MCU. We're going to take it back to Star Wars, even though we did talk about me, Peter Mayhew. But we're going to dig in a little bit because, like I said, we want to talk about Star Wars Day. And honestly, Eli, all the stuff that the MCU is doing right now, it feels like like when you watch the Star Wars like uh, trilogy or the first six movies, you can feel the DNA of Star Wars in the MCU. Yeah. like yeah. It feels like, like you know that Star Wars is the granddaddy of this shit, you know. Oh, uh, basically telling because at the end of the day, that's what George Lucas was trying to do. He was just he was doing a serial, you know, yeah, a complete yeah. narrative, and that's what doing. That's what same thing the MCU is doing right now. And you can say, yeah, comics been doing that forever, but in a movie format, they showed you how to do it. You know, do it in like the first trilogy is one story, the next trilogy is one story, and they keep going from there. Now, yeah. I know you wanted to do one thing where you wanted that like do fight scenes. Oh yeah, yeah, battles. Okay, we we just we're doing fight scenes. We're doing battles because that's kind of so we're not doing just lightsaber fights, just battles in, in in general. I was gonna. Well, I I thought battles like the Battle of Yavin, Battle of you know Hoth oh, or something. Battle of Hoth. Okay, because I was thinking lightsaber fights when I went there. Oh, we are. Did we do lightsaber fights? No. Yeah, I thought we did lightsaber fights like last year or something. Did we? Okay, yeah. We did. Okay, so battle. So. Honestly, I didn't think of anything on top of my head, but it'll come to me. Oh, me yeah, and I, and I forgot to write this shit down. <laughs> I'm just going to the top of my head, but uh, fuck it. Let's just go with the top one because I think the top one. We, I know you're going to say Battle Hop, right? For number one? Yeah. Yeah. That... <laughs> yeah, well, we're both going to say Battle Hop, so we know that. That's like that's kind of like Star Wars to me, you know. Oh. Uh, I guess we can go past that because <laughs> I didn't prepare. I, I prepared for another thing with the lightsaber that you see me with the battles would do that. What would you do? What you have for your favorite lightsaber then? But it's weird because okay, when I made the list last year, it would be different than it is this year. 
because okay. my favorite lightsaber fight isn't really even a fight. It's that scene from Rogue One. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one where just Darth Vader just turned Darth into Vader a just, yeah. yeah, and just yeah. started slaughtering people. I was like, that's probably the most epic scene in any Star Wars movie ever. Just that scene right there. I didn't even like that movie, but that scene was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was on TV last night. I was, was like, oh, it? cool. They're playing. Yeah, like I, I watched it last night. Wait, it which just channel? came on. What channel? Uh, what was it? TBS. They had like a marathon. They marathon like at midnight Friday. They marathon all six Star Wars seven. They marathon episodes one through seven, including Force Awakens, and then they ended with Rogue One. Like just, and that's what I had on all day. Like you know, nice. I watched. Yeah, it was just on TV all day. You know, even though I was in and out of the house and doing shit and reading comics and shit that was just on. So. Okay, I didn't know that they had Rogue One on TV, you know, that quick. I was thinking they were just going to do, like, the first six or first three or something like that, but they're showing, like, yeah. the, the new ones out there, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, I was surprised that they even had Force Awakens on. Like, I was, like, fucking Return of the Jedi was done, and then, it, you know, I saw the Lucasfilm logo come up again. I thought, oh, are they going to replay, you know, Phantom Menace or something? But then it right. said Force Awakens. I'm like, oh, no shit. Okay. And, and, and honestly, that's when I used to watch Star Wars. Like, I, I don't think I didn't even remember having Star Wars on VHS or DVD growing up. I used to just watch it on TV. Yeah. And it was just on, like, regular, like, CBS, NBC, those channels. So whenever it came on, I just sat down, watching this. I mean, we had HBO, and I watched on HBO and stuff like that. But, yeah, it just come on TV, like, all the time. Yes, yeah. I remember, like, I remember when it first came on. Like, they, they played the very first Star Wars movie on network TV, and it was this huge deal. And I went over to my friend's house, and it was, like, this big deal. Like, they had all these commercials. It was, like, all this behind-the-scenes shit and interviews. And, yeah, it was, like, three hours long because they kept having all these clips of shit. And I remember that. Yeah, because the first time I ever – I think the first time I ever had uh, Star Wars on VHS – I think with the prequels. Okay. Yeah, I, think about I remember the... when they re-released them. Right. Remember, you know, the like, special editions yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, I remember they re-released them right before the they the special editions came out. Mm-hmm. And they re-released them, and I, like, religiously watched them all the time. Like, I was in college, and it was a big deal, and they, they, they I remember they brought the toys back out. Like, I just walked into a, a Target or whatever and saw, saw, holy shit, Star Wars toys. Holy fuck. I'm gonna buy me some. Just crazy. Right, started everything all over again. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then fucking people freaking out. Like, holy shit, where'd you get those? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Target, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so even just, but this is before the prequels, before even the the special edition came out, when we just heard about, oh yeah, George Lucas is supposed to go back and make make the uh, the story about how Anakin falls to the dark side. And I don't even know if I knew his name is Anakin. You know, at the time. <laughs> well, they said it in the older movies, so. Yeah, but I didn't watch them like, you know, I didn't have them. I didn't own any of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just sort of watched them in passing. Like you said, whenever, whenever they'd come on TV, I'd watch them, you know, because they didn't play. You couldn't stream them like nowadays. Right, so you watch know any time you want, right, yeah. You know, well, you're I mean, right about that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even seeing the original movies in the theater, it's like right before seeing Emp- or uh, Return of the Jedi, I didn't. All I knew about, uh, you know, what had happened was like what I read in like the comics. And I remember I had that big giant Empire Strikes Back comic. It was like the size of a magazine and those storybooks and shit, you know. So it wasn't like, oh, I could prepare and stream the, you know, binge watch the movies before the new one came out. Right. You know, we didn't we couldn't do that shit. So I remember walking into Return of the Jedi and like, who the fuck is the Emperor? 
Because like, <laughs> I didn't remember. <laughs> right. And the thing with like the emperor, they, he didn't really have a whole lot of scenes anyway. Yeah. You know, he just kind of like, popped up, died, and that's it, you know. Yeah, like, who the fuck is this guy that Vader's bowing down to? Like, damn, you know. And then at the end, when he starts force lightning shit, I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> right. And then on top of it, like on the older version, like, you know, George Lucas always fucking around with shit. In the Empire Strikes Back, that wasn't even the same act of playing the Emperor. Yeah. And so I didn't even guy, remember yeah. that. You know what I mean? I didn't even remember, like, the Emperor was in that scene until years later. I was like, holy shit, I don't even remember he was in this, you know, because I hadn't seen Empire since, like, I was, like, you know, seven years old or some shit. Right. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so, so yeah. So it's like just keeping that mystique, the mystery of these movies was, like, a lot easier back then, you know, as far as like, you know, that's why they had such an impact on us kids, you know. Yeah, because you kind of had to watch them when it came on TV, but you knew when it was coming yeah. on TV, so. Yeah, so. Oh, so awesome. where yeah. were we at? Uh, Star Wars Day, yeah, awesome. Okay, so Battle of Hoth. We got, yeah, that's why I, I got, got number Battle one was there. I got, uh. Yeah, then number two would for me would be the Battle of Yavin. You know, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, original Death Star getting blown up. You no, know. I think I might have put the one in Return of Jedi, Death Star 2. Yeah? Because they had more shit going on. But the first one yeah. is iconic. That's like a, a classic just movie scene. Not even Star Wars, just movie scene. So I gotta, yeah. you kind of have to put the Battle of Yavin yeah. in there. Yeah, just because yeah, that, that introduced this universe and, and, tie, and TIE Fighters and what X-Wings can do and shit. And the only reason it ain't number one is because the Battle of Hoth has AT-ATs. So. True. <laughs> so, yeah, Yavin's got to be there. Yavin's probably got to be there. So um, For my number three, I had the Battle of Scarif, which is in Rogue One. That whole, basically the last half of Rogue One. Gotcha, I, yeah, <laughs> when you just turned into a war movie. You're right. Yeah, that's just dopeness. Um, okay, well, mine... Battle of Endor? But no, not the Battle of Endor, because that Battle of Endor actually kind of sucked. Basically, the second Death Star run on it, just the way that Palpatine was just being an asshole. I'm afraid your friends will find the Death Star. Yeah, that's Endor, yeah. right? Or... Yeah, that's, that's number three. Yeah, that's the, yeah. the second Death Star yeah. run. But I yeah. guess it's still Endor. So we, am I counting the entire Battle of Endor? I guess, because that's part of it. There's all one. Two or three battles going on at Endor at the same time with that. Endor and Death Star. Well, yeah, because it was on the moon. It was on the moon, yeah. And the Death Star was on was orbiting that moon, right? So. And they had to basically deactivate the the command center in Endor, and even in order to penetrate the Death Star. So yeah, it was yeah, it was all one battle because it was all connected. So yeah, Battle yeah. of Endor. Yeah, and that's my number four. Okay. So I have an Endor just because I remember you know seeing that it's a trap, and then all those fucking TIE fighters come flying at you, like, holy shit. Right. I know that was dope. Another you classic know? line, it's a trap. Yeah, and then Lando and Nine Numb flying the Falcon, and... Yep. You know? <laughs> Going through that, because I remember yeah. that video game scene where they, they took that and put it in a video game where you had to, like, weave through the corridors and stuff. Yeah, all that, it's the Super Nintendo, or that Super Star Wars. That as fuck. Yeah. The... the Second one, I remember the Empire was really hard. Actually, the first one, I beat them all. Yeah. But I remember the second one was super hard. Like, just that first level where you're on Hoth and you got to, like, you're on the Tauntaun and you got to jump through shit. It was, yeah, it was a pain in the ass. That game was hard, too. Yeah. So. All right. My number five is the Battle of Geonosis from Episode 2, Attack of the Clone. That really? just kicks that off the, that's, it kicks off the Clone Wars. 
you know. And I was running out. I was like, okay, there's only six movies, and I got five spots. What? How many battles? <laughs> I hated the Battle of Genosis. I really did. Because you can tell that was when it was early CGI, computer screen. So you can almost feel like the computer being generated. It was only like three actors in there. And you know? what's left? The Battle of Naboo? Because <laughs> that's the same shit. With I'd the almost Gungans? take that. I'd almost take the Battle of Naboo. <laughs> I like that one. You know, Gungans and versus those Roger Roger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so at least before the battle started, that was kind of like an awesome scene. Just you see like the the – the droids just come down out of that thing. That was kind of cool. I'm putting the bat number number four for me. Bat number okay. number four for me. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I got Geonosis just because it has Yoda and Dooku. Yeah, and it's got Django. Yeah. Yeah. And just the <laughs> fact that this is the first time you've seen like a, a billion uh, Jedi's just pull out lightsabers. So yeah, do like a brave heart across the field. Oh. Uh, I'm still not putting it in there. <laughs> 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 to think, what else I got? Oh. I need. I need a number five. Number five. I don't think anything from the hell. Can I do the Kessel Run? That's not a battle, is it? Uh, not really. They were chased. That was like a chase. It was a chase. So it wasn't a battle. So I can't, okay, I can't use that one. Oh shit! What's another one? It wasn't a battle. Battle in episode three. Not really. We did yeah. Well, movie. there was there was like the Wookiee plant, the Kashyyyk or whatever. That was. Yeah, I can't even that, count that. Yeah, they kind of half assed it. That them. was fan service, shoehorn. Yeah. Pan, not pandering. I don't want to use that term. But yeah, you can't really count that one. Oh, I guess I'd have to do the Battle of Geonosis, even though I really don't want to. <laughs> That's the thing. I kind of ran out of shit. That was yeah, my I, thing. It's like, yeah, I was like, the only other major battle that you got to see. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, did have 100 Jedis there. Uh, Jango Fett did kill a couple Jedis there. Uh, Yoda finally pulled out a lightsaber. So okay, yeah, yeah, it'll be number five. It, yeah, it'll fill out. I mean, out of all those movies, I mean, even I love Darth Maul, but I think nothing out of all those prequels. The moment, yeah, Yoda came with the lightsaber, I lost it and like, uh, right, know, like, wait, he's doing what? <laughs> yeah, I, and I, that was so fucking dope that I just lost my shit, and and that's the only moment out of all those three movies that I think did that. Right, because you know? <laughs> nobody saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, holy shit, seeing him fly around like that and get down like that. I was like, damn, that was dope. You know, and I like, you know, I like Maul. I think Maul is awesome. But like, but yeah, it was kind of like when you're yeah. watching the Battle of Naboo, you see all this other bullshit going on. You're like, get back to Maul, get back to Maul. Yeah, yeah, because that was cool. That's all you care about is the, you know, is the, is the lightsaber doing right, the not Jar Jar doing whatever bullshit he was doing. <laughs> yeah, or Anakin flying around in the in the spaceship you know on right. autopilot and, <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah well that was my list <laughs> okay all right so yeah that's star wars they have star wars day we'll probably do something else can we talk about Sonic the hedgehog now uh sure <laughs> okay let's try you know what let's move this to the video game section this is the start of the video game section right now because this is i got nothing else so this is going to fill that part up so yeah Sonic the hedgehog has a movie coming out i know no one gives a fuck about that and i saw the trailer and it looked like shit but Here's the reason I'm going to talk about it. Because the director actually came out and admitted, yes, I know you fans said it looked like shit, so we're going to change the way Sonic looks. I'm like, so bitching works? <laughs> kind of took me so. by surprise. I guess so. I mean, but here's the thing, Eli. Do you think 
they should change it or should they stick to their guns and, and go with their original design how they feel the movie will instead of being pressured or bullying to changing what they what they want honestly they can do whatever the fuck they want but <laughs> I mean I, that, I know because that it's... trailer looked like horseshit like <laughs> I was like I was like I don't care how he looks right this movie looks like a pile of shit I'm not going to see this movie right because it looked <laughs> like a turd on arrival it, it really yeah. Did. I'm like, we're. I was like, okay, isn't Sonic the Hedgehog supposed to like fight like robot animals, right. like animals that are in robots or some shit? And like, this didn't have that at all. I like, this looks like shit. I don't. I'm not gonna. It's like that I Yogi this, Bear movie. I, that trailer, I think that trailer gave me a nightmare. I was like, I ain't watching this. Like, <laughs> why is fucking Leroy gonna make me watch this show? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk about it because it's just like it was just such a weird trailer like somebody else had to suffer through this shit other than me like I woke up to that that was like I woke up to your message and like like oh Sonic that okay good morning <laughs> I'm just saying because like I said now that the MCU has in their big grand finale thing like that video games has to finally get on this shit now yeah. but they can't do this you know this is what yeah. they've been doing so yeah this is like uh, it's like the Yo- the Yogi Bear, or the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. That's what it looks like all like a little kids movie. Right. So I think it's a little kids movie. At least they still make money. This looks like a fucking turd. Yeah, I mean, I don't know any little kids that are young enough to give a fuck about Sonic. That's a exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so... like the only people who give a fuck about Sonic are like old. Like me, like nineties kids, yeah. Right. Motherfuckers who grew up in the nineties and shit. Right, that I kids grew up in the nineties. Motherfuckers twenty years Sonic. younger than me. So. Right. Kids <laughs> are playing yeah. Sonic. This is this is Sonic yeah. is like that old video game character, you know, way past his prime. Like maybe we should put him down, but we're just gonna keep him going just for some reason. Because yeah. the last time he made a good video game was back in the nineties when we were playing the shit. Well, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I played. Yeah, I remember getting high and being on acid playing that first Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. Those, those pinballs, those secret pinball levels and shit. Yeah, because I oh, had that all that shit. Cool. Yeah, all those yeah. Sonic games back then on yeah. on Genesis and when it went yeah, to Dreamcast and Saturn. I'm like, yep, time to jump off this shit. <laughs> yeah. But but here's another reason why I'm flipping up because here's the thing, Eli. This game, this movie looks like it's gonna suck. Uh, even if they do change, it's probably still gonna suck anyway. But they actually is a savior of the video game movies that come out next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. Oh, is that a video game? It's Nintendo. That... They own it. Oh, I guess Pikachu. Well, I see. I, that's another thing. I don't. I was like so not. I didn't know Pokemon. either. But my <laughs> nephew. It's, it's the all only about it. time he gave his shit when that trailer came on. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he put his screen, oh, Pikachu, oh, Mewtwo, oh, Charizard. He was naming the shit before the people even came out. I was like, he knows this shit. <coughs> but like I said, he's addicted to the Switch, which I probably is a situation I probably need to address down the road. But for right now, <laughs> he knew everybody that was on it because he has all these Pokemon games and shit. So, yes, yeah, so it was a video game first. Then it went out to the other stuff like multimedia, like cartoons and stuff, and that's video games. So it's probably going to be the first good video game movie. So it was. It didn't start out as a card game. I thought it was started out as cards. No, it was a video game. It was just. A, it was a role playing game, like uh, like Final Fantasy and shit. Uh, see, see, that's how much I don't know about that shit. Right. <laughs> and I just remember all the cards all the in the nineties. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that shit. 
pogs and all that crap. Honestly, Eli, if you <laughs> did know your like a, a, a Pokemon historian or some shit like that, I would wonder, like, how the fuck you know this shit? Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I was in college when that shit broke. Like, right. You know, like even my little brother didn't give a fuck. My niece kind of got into it. Right. Because like, I think it was like on, on Game Boy or some shit. Remember the Game Boy? Yeah, I had a Game I, I think, Boy. I think it was. I had a Game Boy. <laughs> you had a Game Boy? I didn't have a Game Boy. Even the, yellow, the, the piss yellow screen Game Boy. <laughs> I had the first Game Boy. <laughs> I think I had a Game Boy and I think I broke it. And I never got another one again. But. Anyway, yeah, Pokemon was started on that. So, oh damn, yeah, and that's where it got popular. Pokemon's been around for a while. Yeah, shit. I I just remember the cards, like the people, the kids freaking out about the cards. Yeah, and like, and the cards came later on. Like the game was popular, and then it go to the cards. Then it went to the cartoons. Then it went to all the other shit. So yeah, Pokemon is this this thing. Yeah, this conglomerate, I guess. So, but anyway, it looked like it's going to save video game movies. So once they start doing it, this bullshit they're doing with Sonic the Hedgehog will no longer be acceptable. Just like when you have Infinity War and Endgame bullshit like Daredevil 2003 Ben Affleck is no longer acceptable. You know? Yeah, no shit. Get yeah. this shit the fuck out of here. You know, <laughs> The standard has been raised. So. Yeah, yeah, we were, we've been spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, so that's all I got to say about that. Okay, so can we actually move into the next part of the podcast? Yeah, I'm reason I want to breathe because we got a, we got a lot to unpack and I really want to talk about it and get into it. So the next part of the podcast, actually, the bread and butter of the podcast, where we actually talk about. Oh, the already? Okay. Well, let yeah, me get we my got shit. so many books, man. I just want to I want to take my time with this. All I don't right. Wanna, you know, I don't want to just fly through this. So this is actually the comic book section where we actually talk about comic books because we had talked about comic books in like what the last two weeks or some shit. It's been a yeah. Well, we had. Uh, Endgame last week. Endgame last week. I think we talked about the week before. We had Shazam before that. Didn't talk about it then. So let's talk about comic yeah. books. So yeah, what's the first one we're gonna talk? We're gonna talk about uh deceased or deceased? Deceased. Whatever it is, it's number one. It's uh Did you get a physical copy or you got digital? Digital, come on. Oh, so you didn't get a variant cover. No, but they had like 150 million variant covers in the back of the pages, so I saw what they all looked like. Oh, so, so. I got I got the it one. It? Oh, I didn't get that one. I got the one where it looks it's like the Joker giving Robin a balloon and shit, like it, the movie it. Okay, I did not see that one. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe I should have kept scrolling. Yeah. Maybe it's in the back of it. So okay, let me <laughs> let me break this story down. Uh, it's a weird one. Okay, so the book starts off with uh, Dark Side being beaten by the Justice League. Like, Superman just smacking the shit out of him, just punching his shit, breaking his, breaking his jaw and stuff like that. Wonder Woman's got the Lasso Truth on him, telling the Dark Side, leave our planet, never come back. And the Lasso compels you to do what you're doing here. And then Dark Side just stands up, acts like he's never been punched, takes off Wonder Woman's Lasso, which is supposed to be actually impossible because you're supposed to be against your own will. He just says, I got what I need. I'm leaving. Bye. And he jumps into a mother box and just floats away. They're like, okay, someone right about that. And then while they're talking, Batman goes, hold up, something's not right. Cyborg is missing. I'm like, how do you know Cyborg's missing? Because my tracker that I put on him uh, is gone. They're like, you put a tracker on him, you don't know about him? Yeah, because I'm Batman, you know. Why are they still shocked that Batman does this shit? And it's got a, a two-light-year fucking... <laughs> right. Like, range, like, fucking signal range. Right. Like they, should, they shouldn't be shocked at this shit yes Batman tracks in your every movement he has ways to kill you because he's Batman you know so now we go to I'm trying to remember the name of that New Apocalypse no not New Apocalypse Apocalypse Darkseid's evil planet 
Cyborg is there being tortured. He's uh, basically they crucified him or some shit. Yeah, like nail, he's nailed to a cross or some shit. Uh, he's talking shit the whole time. The dark side, dark side tells the side, you know, his his chief torturer to remove his tongue. You know, while he's doing that, he's saying he has the anti life equation, half of it, and the other half of the anti life equation is in cyborg. So basically, what they're gonna do is merge the biological with the digital and complete the anti life equation. So they. Before they do that, in order to do that, they have to miss one part of it and missing death. So they call forth the Black Racer, which is like the avatar of death that Darkseid just keeps in a closet or some shit. You know, takes him out, takes a piece of the of the Black Racer to you know complete the anti life equation. But somehow the anti life equation gets fucked up and it actually infects Darkseid instead of him controlling it, it infects him. So he runs off and he realizes that whatever it is, Cyborg has just released a virus. So Desaad releases Cyborg back to planet Earth, but before, but after, and after he's done, Darkseid hops in one of his hell fire pits and blows up Apocalypse. So Apocalypse dead, Darkseid's dead, everybody's dead. Cyborg's back on Earth, and he realized that that virus is still in him. So he tries to firewall himself to stop the virus from going out, but a piece of it still gets out because it picks up his Wi-Fi signal or some shit. Anyway. Yeah. So what happens is the virus has been released on social media. So Internet. anybody on social media gets infected with the anti-life equation. Mm-hmm. And then they not only if they see it, they retweet it. So if you retweet the anti-life equation and you see it, you get infected. Eli, you know what that sounds like, right? Oh, yeah, I do. Bird box. Oh, is that what that was? That's what it sounds like. It sound I, like- I never saw bird box. I was going to say it sounds oh, like you never Cell. saw Bird Box. That's right. I never <laughs> saw Bird Box. Okay. What were you thinking about? Cell. Stephen King's uh, book, Cell. They made it into a shitty movie with uh, Samuel Jackson. Jello? No. Oh. Cell, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's his novel. It was like his zombie, like this techno zombie uh, story where it's like it was like some signal goes through everybody's cell phone. And if you hear it, then you turn into like a zombie, like this oh, okay. mindless zombie, and it, it's like his version of a zombie movie or zombie apocalypse story. They made it into a movie with Sam Jackson. It sucks, okay. but that's what this reminded me of. Like okay, well, everybody that sounds who, closer than yeah. Bird Box, but this sounds like Bird Box. Yeah. Basically, okay. Well, let's finish the story. Let's finish the story. So, okay, basically, if you're on social media, you become a zombie. Not only you become a zombie, you you uh, spread the anti life equation. And if you bite somebody or blood to blood transfusion, you become a zombie also. So it's traditional zombies, but you're also like a social media zombie. Uh, mm-hmm. Superman is on his way to mount a rescue mission for Cyborg, but then he finds out that the everybody's a damn zombie. <laughs> so he realizes, I don't know how he realizes how everybody became a zombie, but he flies back to his, his apartment. He sees Lois is about to pick up her cell phone. He heat vision cell phone uh, and mm-hmm. tells them, like, don't go to social media don't look at anything, otherwise you become a zombie like everybody else. And then, but Damien's over there playing video games with uh with Jonathan, and he's like, "Well, what about my dad?" And, and Superman's like, "Don't worry about your dad. He, he's fine because remember, he doesn't use social media anyway, so mm-hmm. he's fine." And he's and he's Batman, and because he's Batman, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to the Batcave, and of course, Batman is fine in the Batcave. But however, he realized that somebody in the house was using social media. So he was like, oh, shit, just fire off an EMP, cut off every electronic device in here. EMP fires off. The, the house goes, you know, numb. He finds Alfred. Alfred's like, I'm fine, but he's not. He turns around. He sees 
uh, Nightwing. Nightwing is a zombie. And he tries yeah. to fight Nightwing off, but it turns out Tim Drake is behind him, who's also a zombie. Because, of course, you know, they they use social media. And, of course, they bite the shit and claw the shit out of Batman. And that's the end of the book. Yeah. So, of course, we're going to get a bat zombie. Batman zombie. Batman family zombie? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the guy that wrote this is Tom Taylor. I looked him up and found it was. He's the guy that wrote those Injustice comics. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like I said, people have been saying those Injustice comics are probably like the best like DC comics that came out this year, which probably so because all the wild shit was going in there. So we know the guy has an imagination. We'll see where it goes. That that sale thing you're talking about, yeah, that sounds like he completely ripped that off. Yeah, like I, anybody who is listening, who's on their phone at that certain moment, this signal went through, they all turned into a, a zombie. Right, and we know it's a metaphor for, you know, that social media and electronics and stuff like it is turning into zombies online communities and, right yeah it's just yeah. weird that cyborg is the guy spreading because he is the tech technological you know yeah. titan or whatever so kind of weird uh cool story i give it a four to five it was actually a pretty interesting story yeah i i enjoyed it i like a good hard tale i mean um i thought i know this everyone's saying it's marvel zombies or they're it's, this is this version of Marvel Zombies, but wasn't the uh, what about Blackest Night? Wasn't that kind of like Blackest Night zombies? was a zombie movie also? I mean, with yeah. the comic, I mean, yeah, because it yeah. definitely was. Everybody was coming back from the dead and stuff like that. So, and that was pretty much a horror comic also. Yeah. So I'm like, this is like DC's second zombie. Yeah. So story. you can't say they're ripping off Marvel Zombies when they've done this shit before. I mean, zombies and comics. I mean, why you think they'd have more zombies in comics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know. But yeah, I enjoyed it too. I'll give it a four out of five. You know, yeah, I just want to see what it goes. Honestly, I, I kind of wish since Tom Taylor, you know, did Injustice and he went so wild with it, I almost kind of wish this was like an Elseworld book, so he can like mm-hmm. really cut loose. I guess. I mean, I don't think does this toys back in the box when it's all said and done. I mean, does this affect the other stories or whatever? With D- DC, I mean, is it in the, the... DC? They really don't this... care. To be honest with you, or is this Earth sixty nine or whatever the fuck? <laughs> they, they they keep it all on the same earth, but DC doesn't really care. People just do whatever they want. Batman has like about well, five good, different... Good for them. I right, good for them. I, yeah, I, I they, they're not shit. like Marvel. Marvel like really cares about this shit and really kind of knew it, but DC just do what the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean, if Batman is a zombie, do it. Write a fucking cool story. Let me read it. That's all I give. Right. It's like they don't even put Elseworlds on the shit no more. Yeah. Just do a yeah. book. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't, I don't need... I don't, yeah, you don't have to fucking bleed War of the Realms into the fucking Punisher. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't need to see fucking Punisher shooting elves. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, like, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> shit. Uh, what, what's the next? Now, the next one I'm going to let you take over. Uh, you all right, do... I got... I was going to do Batman Ninja Turtles. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for that. Go for that. So I have Batman Ninja Turtles 3, number one. That's a mouthful. They keep going. Has the yeah. movie came out yet? The cartoon? Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'll check I, on I it. Know. I'll look that up. So, you know, so I've been a fan of these ever since they did these Batman Ninja Turtle crossovers. A lot of fun. Um, this one is really weird. It's um, basically it's some Elseworld universe or multiverse thing where – Batman, or or is it Gotham? No, they're in Gotham. It's like a blending of the two universes, of Gotham and New York. Okay. Where Batman, it, you know, he's still Batman, but he's he's in league with the Ninja Turtles. But when, he, when his parents died, he went to the sewers, and then he found Splinter. 
and Splinter raised he was so Batman was raised by Splinter and the Ninja Turtles. Oh wait, so did this have any continuity with the other comics, the other Batman Ninja Turtle books? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. D- <laughs> not DC. yet. Not, not yet, you know. So yeah, it's like this weird um universe. There's the smiling man or the laughing man. He's like a shredder joker hybrid. And he's in he's like uh um he's got the the smile smiling clan. The smile clan. So led by Harley Quinn and like a bunch of hyenas and ninjas and like like uh Bebop and Rocksteady are like um they're like molded with like like uh which one's which? Which wh- which one's the Bebop is the pig, right? Uh I can't remember. I think so. Anyway, one one of them's like half pig and or one of them's like half. But technically, warthog. And, but you know. Yeah, one of, he's like mixed with Killer Croc, and then fucking Rocksteady is like the Rhino. He's mixed with Clayface. Okay. So he can shapeshift. So like the enemies are sort of like you know blending together of the two universes and shit. And then you have like the Smiling Man, who's like. A mix of mixture of the Shredder and the Joker. Okay. So it's kind of like this, yeah, this weird, you know, blending of the two universes and shit. And basically, it's revealed. Um, well, the regular Ninja Turtles come through, like come from another universe, and like it shows Raphael, and he's in black and white. It's kind of weird. He okay. comes through. He's like, "We're here. We got to go get Bruce or whatever," and you know. And he's like black and white, so he's not even in color, which I thought was kind of weird, you know. And then at the end, it shows Krang is doing some shit. Okay, so but Krang, Krang up, yeah. but Krang looks like I don't know. Is Krang like mixed with Bane? It's like looks like kind of like Bane, but with Krang in his stomach. Okay, so so it's Bane, but Krang is like in his stomach. Yeah, that's actually pretty genius. That that's yeah, and then it's called Crisis in a Half Shell. That's what the story's called. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. So again, a lot of fun. I mean, I, I've always dug these ways. So um, yeah, I'll give this a four out of five. Kind of crazy. It's like crazy. I was like, what the fuck? I just kept reading, going, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? What the hell's happening? So they're not in New York. So this is what? Uh, yeah, I, it was just like, okay, sure, whatever. It's DC and IDW. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, cool, man. Whatever. Sure, I'm I'm on board. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, you gonna give a score? Uh, four out of five. What about cool? Okay, next one. Uh, this one, Eli. I was I was waiting on this one. This next one. Uh, Savage one? Adventures. Okay, yeah. I I I, t- I picked it out. I gave it a whirl. I gave yeah. it a whirl. I mean, come on, just look at the cover, man. I know, Diodato. I mean, yeah. Enough said. Yeah, all your favorite <laughs> badasses of the badasses in one book. It's just like, why not? You know. So apparently, yeah. how the book starts off is that Conan had an a, a adventure with the Avengers. And they left Did me to Savage that? Land? Did you read that? No. I, I don't even know what book they're talking about. Well, it said Cone or Avengers. They said that it spun out of Avengers something. Yeah, they I, said. I looked what, at it. Like, I, I was looking at every Avengers book that came out. And I'm like, I don't see Conan with them in any of these books. They've been talking about the War of the Realms for like the last fucking six issues. So, yeah, and I know it didn't show up there. So like, maybe it was, maybe it was an ad that I saw. I don't know, it but said, it said at the front of the Dark book, Avengers. it was saying that he was with the Avengers, and Avengers left him in the yeah. Why would they leave him in the Savage Land? Yeah, I don't know. It was it said it said it on one of the ads, maybe. Like, 
you know, Savage Avengers spitting out of Avengers No Way Home or No Man's Land or whatever oh, the fuck. Oh, okay. It was, okay. The No Way Home or the No, whatever that fuck. That book yeah. was like a, a spinoff. It was kind of like a crossover or something. It wasn't, yeah, in the, it wasn't in the regular Avengers book. Yeah. And I didn't read it either. So I didn't read it either. I was like, I don't want to read this shit. <laughs> I mean, but it's like, well, like you got to read that shit to know what's going on. He's in the Savage Land. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So basically how the book is, is basically like uh, Conan is down there just fighting ninjas in the Savage Land. He, they say he's been fighting dinosaurs and ninjas and shit like that. So he's just fighting ninjas. And then all of a sudden, Wolverine shows up. He actually tries to chop one of the ninjas down and finds out it's actually Wolverine. Hits him in the skull, you know, goes clang, you know, it doesn't do anything to Wolverine. And Wolver- and he's like, by Crom. You know, Wolverine goes like, fuck Crom. And then, <laughs> you know, and, and fuck, fuck you, you too. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start fighting. Now, Wolverine is kind of like holding back the whole time while, you know, Conan's just still chopping away at him and shit like that. Eventually, they fall off a cliff or some shit. Oh, Wolverine does slash him in the face also, but I thought it was pretty awesome, too. I don't yeah. think he really does anything, because Conan keeps fighting. They fall off in this off this cliff. They land into this brewery, and they make a truce and get drunk. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Conan is basically saying he's looking for this trinket because somebody has spread this uh, rumor out here that there's some trinket out there that he's trying to get buried treasure and shit like that. Wolverine's just looking for his friend that got kidnapped. That's all he's here for. So Conan goes one way, Wolverine goes another way. Wolverine uh finds the friend, and the friend he finds is Brother Voodoo or Doctor Voodoo, which one? One of the Voodoo's. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, the the basically the guy that's controlling the hand, I can't remember the guy's name. He's some Egyptian or some shit like that. Uh, he chops off, well not chops off, but slits Brother Doctor Voodoo's head, and like, okay, now Wolverine, you come from me, and they cut from away from that. Conan's still chopping up people. He finds out that he's not the only one here in the Savage Land. Some of the wizards that came from his time period are here also doing fucked up shit in the Savage Land also. So, And then the head hand guy or whatever like that, he's like, no, we have all the people we need, but it's one more we need also. And then you, it's Punisher. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So so they're using, were they trying to raise a, they're basically, they need the blood of all the greatest artists and, and warriors. Warriors, right. To raise and, this and god called... Yeah. What's the name? Yofi Lay? Something, yeah. Yofi Lay? I, I fucked it up. Anyway. Yofi Lay. Adelaide. Whatever his name is. He's an evil god. He's going to resurrect. And basically, when he comes, all his followers are worshippers. He's going to take them with him. So that's why they're trying to bathe this blood so he's gonna bathe in the yeah blood. the marrow god Yo- yotam lao or whatever the marrow god the marrow god right so yeah. he's gonna bathe in the blood of the the, the best in the final the great yeah yeah the greatest and they're like then they show the hand they got coffins they're right. like yeah what do you do he's like we're, we're this is bait to bring one of the greatest warriors of all time his blood is so full of death and it shows yeah and it cuts to frank castle looking at the empty graves of his family Oh, so, yeah, he's coming from us. Yeah, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. Yeah. It was his, his grave. The grave was empty. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. It shows the, the head. There's like a shot of the ninjas holding these coffins. And oh like, damn! Yeah, this okay, is I gotta, look, you know? I gotta look at that again. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. So still not everybody in there. You still got some other killers and assassins. Electra didn't show up. Venom didn't show up. I hope Doctor Voodoo's not dead. That would be really fucked up if that happened. Wasn't that him on the cover? Yeah. But why is Doctor Voodoo here anyway? He's not a, a killer or an assassin. He's just a dude. Like why? Why is Blade not here? Well, they didn't kill. They didn't kill him. Did they kill him? Yeah, they, they slit his throat. 
No, he was about to, and then he's like, look up. What are you talking about? When I saw it, like they slit his throat. Once in a millennium. Yeah, they didn't kill him. No. Okay, okay. Oh, no, yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, they killed him. Yeah, yeah. Wolverine shows up, but then they still kill him. But how are you going to have all these dudes that have blade? That's what I don't understand. Like, that's what he does. He kills people. Well, he kills vampires. I guess without vampires, he don't give a shit. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Anyway, I like the book. Uh, Of course, you know, the selling point of this book was Conan versus Wolverine. Yeah. And we know Wolverine can kill Conan anytime he feels like it, but they've turned Wolverine to a jobber now. He's been like that for like the last 20 years now. Last time he was like really super cool was that Frank Miller book when he was fighting ninjas. Yeah. Well, even when he fought the Punisher. I mean, that was like, oh my God, the Punisher versus Wolverine. Ah. And then it's just, you know, he was holding back the whole time. Right. I'm tired of Wolverine holding back. I want him to see him kill people. I know he's not going to kill Conan, but still. It's it's always a misunderstanding. Right. You know, that's, that's, you know, and that's why I got sick of fucking superhero books back then. Right. They they will always fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You get all, oh, really? The Hulk versus Wolverine? That's going to be dope. And then, then, you know, uh, then, oh, sorry, Bob. Just misunderstanding. <laughs> and then they team up and they go fight the other guy. You know? Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> like, never, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind a superhero team. Like, I just wish there was a clear winner. Stop just all of a sudden, always a misunderstanding. No, I want to see somebody beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Well, then, then they might lose money then. <laughs> That's true. Then they hero. But I mean, sometimes you want to see who's going to win the fight. Like, this Captain America versus Daredevil. There was a comic in the 90s where Captain America was high on crack. I'm not going to get into it right now. I'll get into it later on. But anyway, he was high on crack. Daredevil found him. He beat the shit out of Daredevil. You expect Captain America to beat the shit out of Daredevil. It's just supposed to happen. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, or you just read those what if books, you know? True. Like, what was it what if Wolverine killed Hulk or whatever? Back yeah, in the and day? then they make another book the other day. You know, how, what if Hulk killed Wolverine or yeah. some shit, so... Yeah, I guess. But like, oh, that would be cool. But then, you know, it wasn't that cool. It's (laughs) you got to fight in your head, but it's never how you thought it was gonna be in your head. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they didn't have toys. They didn't really. Well, they had some toys, but not not cool enough toys. Not like now. Right. Do that shit now. (laughs) So honestly, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give the book a four out of five. The reason I'm giving a four out of five is because even though I know it's just pretty much just surface level shit with just a bunch of fights, I want to see where it goes. Plus, it's Conan. I want to see what Conan does with this. Whatever team he's on now. Yeah, I'll me too. I'll give I'll do one up. I'll I'll one up you. Or half up you. Four point five out of five. Four point five. Okay, okay. I, I, I started I, I started to go there. I started to do that because it was Mike Diodato and I I do love his art. So. Yeah. I just because of the art and the fight was cool and I was intrigued at the end. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? And then wow. I mean, normally I was when I first heard about this, I'm like Conan with the Avengers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But leave it to Marvel. The Avengers. You know, he's with the yeah. Savage Avengers. Like, leave it to Marvel to fuck Conan up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like killing the shit out of ninjas. And, yeah. Know, have, it was like brutal and bloody and shit. I was like, wow, they're chopping. They chop off that opera singer's head at the beginning and shit. The Pavarotti guy. I'm like, holy right. fuck, this is ill. You know? <laughs> I mean, and he's like ninjas. I mean, shit. Yeah, and then they're like fucking trying to bait the pun. Like, hey, we need the you know the the illest motherfucker ever. His blood is so fucked up, you know. He's like the killer. He's killed so many, and then it's the Punisher, and they're like baiting. Like they fucking took his graves. I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. 
That's gonna so, be a mad. That's gonna be a pissed off Punisher. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, Eli, I'm I'm so on the fact that I would want to see this team just cut the fuck loose. Yeah. You got Electra on there. Yeah. I'm I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't expect to be, and but I am. <laughs> right. Because you get a team like this, you thought it was gonna be watered down, but no, it's the Savage Avengers. You want to see the new Savage shit, man? Yeah. This book they gave it to me. Yeah. It's like way better than the Thunderbolts ever. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Which you were hoping the Thunderbolts was gonna be <laughs> right. So, but nah, they're yeah. doing this like this, and then they're in the Savage Land where nobody gives a fuck what they do down there. Yeah, no shit. Do everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm down. I, I dug on it. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, sure. I let you get the next one. Okay. Well, another book I'll do is this uh, Jughead: The Hunger versus Vampironica. So this is Archie. Okay. Archie Cox. Now the Archie horror line, which. I I guess I have to admit I I enjoy the, this line of books. The Archie Horror books I've been getting into. Ever since I read the Jughead the Hunger book last year, I totally been all about it. I love that book. I started reading the other, you know, Sabrina and Art Afterlife with Archie and just the whole horror Archie with horror. I always said that. I never gave a fuck about teeny bopper shit, you know, but you know throw a monster in there or a slasher and have them people get killed. I'm cool. And that's what this was. This is, so this spins out of uh vampironica. The, it takes place back uh, right after her, her story. She had a book, uh, vampironica where she became, became a vampire and she fought the, this like ancient Dracula vampire that was turning all the Riverdale citizens into uh, vampires. Um, it, she supposedly killed the head vampire and got everybody turned back in that end of that story. But this one takes place right afterwards where apparently that isn't happening. Um, she There's some more vampires show up and she has to fight them. And it turns out that she's, she turns out she's still a vampire as well and that her parents revealed to her that she's always been a vampire and that Riverdale's been full of vampires for like centuries. And then for some reason she disappears like up and like vanishes in the thin air and what their suggestion is she's this going into the jughead the hunger universe where jughead is a werewolf and um so they're supposed to is it versus yeah i guess they're supposed to fight because in in the jughead book all the vampires like all the werewolves killed all the vampires and so there's no and in that book like Betty's a vampire killer and Reggie's a evil vampire and all this shit, or I mean an evil werewolf. But in the Vampironica book, the vampires have killed all the werewolves. So I guess it's, I guess she's going into that universe. So um, that's where it ends. It's okay. Um, you know, not much happened other than it's just picking up where the last story uh, left off. Um, I give it a 3.5. It didn't totally, it wasn't totally bad i was expecting a little more but it just seems a sort of a uh just sort of a connect the dots okay we got to get you from here so i think the next issue will be a lot more fun you know when they actually fight each other vampire versus werewolf which is what i was hoping to see okay even though a werewolf should win but we'll see how it goes yeah yeah so yeah so there you go that's all i got okay all right damn i, I got the last book that's weird yeah okay uh yeah, last book the book everybody was waiting on. War of the Realms number three. <laughs> All right. 
All right, let's go. So basically how the War Realms are going on. Okay, so Malekith has taken over. Matter of fact, let me, let me do this for a second. Malekith has taken over the entire planet. And he's divvied it up between, you know, his, uh, you know, his minions or whatever. And basically how it is, I'm going to see how it is. I saw the map. I saw the map in the fucking Venom book. <laughs> oh, really? So <laughs> Venom is a tie-in with Venom? Yeah, Venom had to fight elves and shit. Okay. I, I wish I would have read the map first before I read the book because it, it breaks it down for you. So basically, United States, well, North America is New Jotunheim. You know, uh, <laughs> Europe is New Swirtle. I guess. Uh, okay. Yeah. Basically, Laufey controls the United States. Uh, Malekith controls Europe. So he's in Europe just fucking up shit. Uh, South America is the Duskland. And that's the Enchantress. She, I don't think she's ever been in the movies, but yeah, she's like a evil whatever. Uh, Africa has been controlled by New Heaven. So, matter of fact, the Wakandans are uh, at war with the angels right now. Yeah, like Heaven's oh. angels. Yeah. Uh, okay. New Mispelheim is Asia. Why is Asia hell? Anyway. Uh, and the Queen of Cinders, you know, uh, Surtur's daughter is the, the queen of that area. And then you have Australia... Which is Kingdom of the Trolls. Which is kind of fucked up. But anyway. And Ulick the Conqueror <laughs> has conquered Australia. Now, Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica has been camp, uh, conquered by Roxxon Oil. Okay, I would think that you would think that the Frost Giants would have had that. <laughs> you think they don't want to be there. <laughs> We're in the cold. We, don't, we want some other shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Roxxon Oil has teamed up with, with uh, Mixoblick? What the fuck's the guy's name? Mixoblick. <laughs> What's the guy name? Marty Heim? The dark I, L guy. Whatever the fuck his name is. I, I, I don't think of it in a second. Malekith? That guy. That guy. Okay. Malekith. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Roxxon is basically cut off communications all over the world, and they've teamed up with Malekith so they can give them Australia? I mean, not Australia, Antarctica. It's kind of a <laughs> shitty deal, but okay. <laughs> We'll divvy up there. You get that shitty part of it. So basically how the story is, uh, okay, so Frigga is basically mounting a, a rescue mission to go rescue Thor. And basically the way to do that, they have to open up the Rainbow Bridge. But in order, not the Rainbow Bridge, the Bifrost. Same thing. The Bifrost, oh. but the thing is Heimdall, the all-seer, has no eyes, so he can't see shit. So the person who helps him out is another blind person, Daredevil. So him, Heimdall... Uh-huh. Right, Cle- so, clever. That's it's clever. clever. Yeah, so <laughs> so he's basically like Daredevil's like, what do I need to do to get the Bifrost open? So like, I can't do anything because I'm all seen, but I can't see anything. So you take my sword and you put it into the Bifrost bridge, and the Bifrost will come on, and you take my power. So Daredevil puts the sword. He takes Heimdall's sword, put it in the Bifrost. The Bifrost opens up, and Daredevil gets his power. But instead of being the all seeing, he's the all hearing. So Daredevil becomes the god with no fear. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically Bifrost is open. So now that Bifrost is open, uh, now the Avengers can go to Jotunheim and go rescue uh, Thor. But since the Bifrost bridge is open, Malekith, that's kind of thing? Yeah, Malekith knows that the bridge is open, so he's going to send his Dark Elves in there to kill everybody to, make, to you know close the bridge back up. While they're doing that, you got Captain America and Jotunheim you got Frigga trying to, uh, she gets a team that's trying to knock out Malekith's bridge because he got his own Bifrost bridge and they're trying to shut that bridge down. 
Now, Malik, like I said, he's in Europe. All the Europe Avengers, like Captain Britain and Black Knight and some other folks, that he fucked all them up. You know, he's just taking over the plans like that. So then Venom shows up. And Venom starts beating the shit out of Malekith. And he's like, wait, you want to throw his arch enemy? But Thor must not be that tough as everybody thinks he is, you know. But Malekith was basically, you know, playing possum the whole time. He was like, no, the reason I was letting you whoop my ass. The whole time I was really talking to your symbiote. And he's telling me everything about you. He's telling me who your god is. He's telling me all your weaknesses. And plus I had the Ebony Blade, which is the sharpest weapon in the universe, you know. And so he stabs Venom and somehow they teleport away. But nobody knows what happened to him. So basically, it's like he's, I guess we'll find out in the next book or something like that. And, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you know in another Venom book. I don't know. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Anyway, the Dark Elves, they take over the Bifrost. Uh, one of them happened to get through. They destroy the Bifrost. Frigga and them is, are stuck in Swervelheim or whatever that is. So they have to keep that bridge open because the only way they can get back and eventually, you know, Captain America and his team of Spider-Man and Luke Cage and Iron Fist and whoever else, they carve their way. They they go to Jotunheim and they just see just a bunch of dead frost giants. They're like, what the fuck? Who killed all the frost giants? And they see basically right there, Thor. Oh, I was going to say, it's Loki. <laughs> no, Loki's dead. But Thor has like one arm because, you know, his arm is still fucked up. So his arm is destroyed, you know. So he's just got one arm with the hammer swinging that shit. And Wolverine, oh yeah, Wolverine's with the Captain America. I'm going to rest him too. He's like, everybody stay back. Because uh, I know a Berserker Rage when I see one. And Thor is just like, bring me some more Frost Tires. Bring me some more Odin damn Frost Tires. You know, he's just shouting to the, you know, and like, send them all. And then the book cuts off. So basically it looked like Thor is possessed with Warrior's Madness. Which Warrior's Madness, if they stick to what they've been doing in the comics, is way worse than Berserker Rage. <coughs> Because when Thor goes in Warrior's Madness, that shit don't end. He's like stays in that shit until somebody gets him out of it, like Odin or something. So, uh, so Thor's probably crazy right now okay? because he's just been killing Frost Giants just for like who knows how long, you know? Eons. Who knows? He just nothing but dead Frost Giants over. He's just killing all <laughs> of them. So yeah, I'm gonna give the book a four out of five. It's actually pretty interesting. It's pretty fun watching what the fuck that guy's name is. That Dark Elf. The head Dark Elf just. You know, beat the shit out of the Earth Avengers. Oh, and the reason they haven't taken over New York yet, even though all the heroes are gone, you got the Fantastic Four Hilton back by themselves. You know, okay, Frost Giants and shit. Um, like I said, the more of them reading the book, the more it's interesting. But it's still just like, why is this a thing? You know, is it still is it is it still five dollars? Oh yeah. Well, uh, I, I I got on Comicsology for a discount because okay. I have an unlimited, so I got it for four twenty five. Well, kind of a discount. Oh well, I. I suppose yeah. that that I would buy it for, not five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> not five dollars, but four twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's like three ninety-nine plus tax. Yeah. Because so. I'll be paying. I'll be paying five twenty-five. I mean, they gave me a discount of all the books. All the books I reviewed today, they gave me a two-dollar discount on it. So I'm like, I save some money. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, shoot, that was all the books we had. Sure. I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we have a other podcast. We have a uh, sister podcast, Geek Sav. Don't know what you guys are going to do, but I'm pretty sure you're going to have something to talk about. Uh, we also yeah. have Common Cast. We're probably going to do the same books we did. We have Get Valiant. We have This Geeks and Comics, whenever they do something. Uh, Hulu TV. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, like a bunch of podcasts. I'll talk about a bunch of different stuff, and we'll see what they go from there. Uh, next week, I guess we're still going to be back to normal. I don't think anything's happening for a while now, so we're just going to just be on cruise control. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, 
Episode 100 is coming up, so we got to do something, Eli. Yeah, we got to have a fiesta or something. Yeah, something. And we'll, we'll figure it out. I hope it doesn't land on Juneteenth. That would be really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll figure it out. Uh, that being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And, we would, and I love you 3,000. One, two, three, uh. My baby don't mess around because she loves me so.